0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another Conversation at Olive, a podcast featuring everyday conversations around the life of Olive Baptist Church and its surrounding community. Today... I'm with Sam Schwenke, and he's come with some really cool stuff, some cool stories, some cool experiences from Water of Life Church, which is our missionary partners uh, in Wyoming. You guys remember Mitch and Deanna Lambeth from uh, several podcasts back. They're out there doing just really cool work, sharing the love of God in their community. And Sam, you were just recently out there, weren't you?
1: Yeah, it was funny how you started, Travis, how you said everyday conversation of our surrounding community. Well, Cali, Wyoming's quite a few hours away but we consider them our surrounding community and we were able to bring a trip out there and with Bob Preston, Sean Cook, Scott Brake Sr., all his sons. We got Scott Brake Jr., Jeffrey Brake, Matt Brake, and they just did a fantastic work as, long, as well as Tim Brake. And we just took a construction team, Travis, and we said, hey, we're going to go help Mitch and Dana Lambeth, the couple that we commissioned, and we said, we want to help you change your garage into a youth group room. Oh, cool. So we, we made history. I'll tell you that. It was the first youth group room ever in the town of Cali, Wyoming. However, it's only six hundred and fifty-five people. So hey.
0: Hey, that's that's cool. Yeah. So so tell me a little bit about like what was the need for the what was the need and the vision kind of for the youth group room that you guys were going out there to transfer?
1: Sure. So Mitch and Dana Lambeth moved out to Cali, Wyoming last August, and they worked with Pastor Johannes Slabeth and Water of Life Church and Mitch is kind of the youth pastor there, so he runs the youth, and they just have a huge heart for reaching the youth of this small town, this cowboy town, and it is it is a small town. It's 655 residents or so, but within that town, there's about 400 of them that go to Church of the Latter-day Saints, and so Mitch and Deanna, as well as Pastor Johannes, want to bring Water of Life Church to share the love of Jesus Christ to that town and show them that Jesus is the true, the living water and that he can satisfy the souls and satisfy the people of that town eternally. So Mitch and Deanna Lambeth are working specifically with the youth and they don't have a place right now, or they didn't have a place before we left uh, to gather all the youth in the cold winter and hang out, have Bible study, and so they said, "Hey, we do have a garage." So we said, "Let's help you transform that garage into a youth group room," and it was pretty cool. Day one, we tore everything apart. We took the garage doors down. We, you know, we did some hammering and we just took everything apart, and then then we started. We put shep- shiplap up, and then we put aluminum foil walls, and it was just pretty cool to see how that youth group room just transformed into a place where it now looks like a youth group room according to Cali, Wyoming. It doesn't look like a youth group room in Pensacola, Florida, but it fits its culture right there really well.
0: That's really cool. And it's always interesting to me, like when when we talk about mission trips and people going on mission to serve in a location, like it always ends up that like, They do a service of serving the people there and ministering the gospel to the people there and sharing the love of Christ with people there. But then they also tend to have experiences, too, that lead them closer to the heart of God. So what were some of the experiences that you guys had while you were out there where you saw that happening?
1: Yeah, so we saw a couple things happen. The first one was Bob Preston went out to Cali a couple times now, and he uh, he met a friend out there named Dakota, and he just met Dakota in a gas station picking up some donuts, and he asked Dakota's help one day and said, hey, what kind of donut, donuts should I choose? So Dakota helped Bob pick up the donuts, and they struck up a conversation, got to know each other, and Bob got his number, and they have been communicating, and... Bob texted him and said, Hey, I'm going to be out in Cali here next week. And so Dakota said, all right, let's hang out. So Dakota came and joined us for a meal and he just, we just had so much fun with him. And, um, we invited him to come back to the youth group service on Wednesday night. And it was so cool because Dakota came and after the service, Bob was said, hey, let's grab dinner again and let's see you know how God can move. And so we prayed for Dakota. And after dinner, Bob Preston, Sean Cook, and Scott Brake, those three guys just poured out the gospel and just shared the love of Jesus Christ of how Dakota needed to accept Jesus and have Jesus transform his life. And Dakota didn't accept Jesus that night, but we just continued to pray. And I sent an email to all the staff saying, hey, please pray for Dakota. And so we flew home Friday, and we woke up to a text Saturday morning saying that Dakota accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And that was such a cool, cool story of God using Bob Preston to meet a complete stranger in a gas station to build a friendship or relationship and then be able to share the gospel with him.
0: It was so cool. And I, I remember in the email I was reading it, and you had mentioned uh, that Dakota was safe while he was branding with Pastor Johannes. And I read that, but as I read it, like, from a marketing standpoint, I was like, oh, he was branding. Oh, they had somebody out there doing really cool branding, and I was like, oh, wait a second, wait, 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 cows, cattle, branding, okay, I'm, I'm there now, I'm with you. And what just a cool visual that was in my head of, like, what that moment must have been like you know what I mean? Just so, so cool. So cool.
1: Yeah. And it's it's exciting because Pastor Johannes was just doing everyday life, helping the Cowboys. And he took Dakota with him and he talked to Dakota. Hey, what did you think about what Sean and Bob and Scott were saying about the gospel? And right there, as they were out, you know, working with the cows, they were just able to accept Jesus and give his life to him. And it's so exciting.
0: That's very, very
1: cool. And Travis, there was another really cool story too. So that Wednesday night, um, Scott Brake Jr., he met one of the church members at Water of Life Church, and they got talking, and they found out that both of them had the same pilot's license and the same flight instructor's license. So the next day, Scott Brake Jr. was able to go out flying with this man, and they started to talk and uh, come to find out that this this man has a— aviation program called Trinity Aviation out in Washington where they train missionaries how to be pilots and mechanics wow, that's cool. so that these missionaries can go into every tribe, tongue, and nation and go into the remote parts of this world and share the love of Jesus Christ with them. So they built a relationship, Travis. And now Scott has the opportunity and this man offered him a position of going to work at Trinity Aviation. And because of this all connection of this service on a Wednesday night, Scott might be entering into a job to where he can train missionaries how to fly and how to be a mechanic so that these missionaries can go all over the world and preach the gospel. And that really kind of lines up with, hey, we as a missions department, we are excited, yes, to do mission trips, but we're more focused on developing missionaries. And in this time of this mission trip that we did to Cowley, Scott was able to hear from the Lord and See this opportunity and join him in prayer if you're listening and say, God calls Scott to this if this is what you want him to do. Because Scott's deciding and he's praying and he's, and he's seeking the Lord's will. But it's so cool just to see the opportunities that came from this trip in a small little town of 655 people of how our church was connected with another body of Christ and how we can build his kingdom together. It's pretty exciting.
0: That is really, really cool. What an amazing opportunity that is to like be able to train missionaries to like, to be, be those feet on the ground to go and take the gospel to like you said, like every, every tongue, every tribe, every nation. That's so cool. It's
1: yeah. Neat program. Yeah, it really is. And I want to read for you. Acts 1, 8, it says, but you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. We kind of see this. What does it look like to be Christ's witnesses in Jerusalem? Hey, that's our local area of Pensacola. You can be a missionary right where you are. God's placed you with neighbors who live next to you. God's placed you with coworkers. As you're listening to this podcast, how are you effectively sharing the love of Jesus Christ and being a missionary in your neighborhood. Jesus tells us to be his witness in in Jerusalem. That's our local area. And Judea and Samaria, that would be in context, that would be like Wyoming. That would be our nation. That would be our area. So how do we as a church be... Christ's Witnesses in in Judea and Samaria. We do that through mission trips. We do that by partnering with a North American Mission Board church plant out in Cali, Wyoming. And we do that by sending Mitch and Deanna Lambeth to go help this church and reach the youth for Christ. And to the ends of the earth, this is how we do it. Scott is praying about training missionaries to go into the remotest tribes, to be able to fly in, land into the remotest tribes, and all over the world so that they can share the love of Jesus Christ. So it was so cool throughout this whole experience, Travis, to see Acts 1-8 fulfilled and just a mission trip of us going with the purpose of transforming a garage into a youth group room. But God had a greater picture that we were able to see and to be a part of. So it was really exciting.
0: That's really, really cool. That's awesome. So, I, you know, I know Mitch and Deanne are in Wyoming. Uh, tell us a little bit about how they're doing. Like, you know, how how have things been going for them? Has it been, you know, what has it been like?
1: Yeah. So it's kind of funny. Uh, everyone asked, hey, how cold was it? Because you went into Wyoming on January 24th through the 29th. Like, that's the coldest time of the year to go. Well, when we landed, it was six degrees. And apparently <laughs> apparently that's not too crazy cold for this time of year. It's supposed to be in the negative 20s, but it was a mild week. And so we were cold at first, And but then we see Mitch, you know, he walks out without a jacket on, like he's doing good, and then I'm like, man, it just must be him, you know. But all their kids, you know, they're adjusting so well. Uh, I bring up the cold weather aspect, because their kids all week long would walk around in tennis shoes, not have their jackets zipped up, and they're adjusting to the culture. They're adjusting to the weather really good, and they're in the local schools, and Mitch is starting to substitute teach, and he's getting into the schools, getting to know the people, and it's just really neat to see. This past month at Water of Life Church, they've seen eight people come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and be baptized, and so the work that they're doing there of getting to know their community, show them the love of Jesus Christ and presenting the gospel, it's really amazing. And it's really neat to see. And Deanna Lambeth, she's doing really well. She's pregnant and she's got her baby coming on the way in March and she's healthy and the baby's healthy and they're very excited about it. And God's just doing a great work in their family.
0: That's amazing. That's so awesome, and we have a lot of missions opportunities coming up in the future. Like I know, I know you yourself. Like you're even heading up to Baltimore here pretty soon, I think, right? Or Boston. Boston, it Boston yeah. Wasn't so it?
1: yeah, Boston. We're, we're we're focusing, Travis, on you know, from this trip out in Cali, Wyoming. We're focusing on Pastor Johannes and Mitch said, "Hey, Olive, we want you to pray about how can we start a church in the next town over called Byron, Wyoming." It's a city or town of about 800 residents, and they want to see a church started there so that it can reach its community for the love of Jesus Christ. And that community, the most, most of them go to Church of the Latter-day Saints, and they don't know the true love of Jesus Christ and have never accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior of their life. And so they've asked us to partner with them, Travis, and saying, hey, how can we— how can we come together and how can our churches come together and pray and that God would send forth a labor, that God would send a full-time missionary to the town of Byron, Wyoming and start a church. So maybe those of you who are listening here today, you might say, hey, Maybe God's calling me to go. Maybe God's calling me to use my skill set to get a job in Byron, Wyoming, and to just get to know my community and bring that community together for a small Bible study, and that Bible study see it grow into a church and reach its community. And so, Just like we're focusing on Byron, Wyoming of starting a church, um, yeah, I head out tomorrow to go to Boston, and we're going to work with our North American Mission Board uh, church planning partners up there to say, hey, where are some specific areas in New England that you are trying to target in starting a church? Because we want to be a church that sends missionaries out and that sends missionaries to start or assist churches. And so we're targeting specific places, like Byron, Wyoming. This trip was a vision trip to see, hey, how can we, as all of Baptist Church, start churches in the New England area so that Jesus, his name can be glorified and that people can come to know him and then that God receives the glory and praise all over the United States.
0: That's awesome. Well, Sam, we're looking forward to so many more stories coming out of missions, man. And just really cool to have you on the podcast today. So
1: thank you so much, Travis. And those who are listening, hey, shoot me a text, shoot me a call or call the office and ask to speak with me. And I would love to talk to you and see how God can use you to be a missionary, both locally, nationally, and globally as we go with the gospel of Jesus Christ
0: awesome yeah thank you guys so much for listening uh we are going to link down below sam's contact information so you can get in contact with him in the missions department and you can find out more about serving on mission with olive Uh, you can do a few things for us though in the meantime you can pray pray for our missionary partners uh, across the united states and across the world uh just pray that you know god will, will have a hand in helping them share the gospel share the gospel effectively that they'll be able to reach their communities and then pray yourself about whether or not you're called to be one of our one of our long-term missionaries or even short-term missionaries, uh, and and see you know how God speaks to your heart. Whether or not you're called to be on mission that way, but don't ever forget that your mission field is as close as your next door neighbor. Ever uh, your next door neighbor, your community—that's a mission field. It's one you can reach right now where you're at today. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you for the next conversation at Olive.